Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Veldstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. <laughs> and I've just been told I need more wine. I'm not drinking wine right now. You do. It's sad. It's sad. So, yeah, because, you know, being completely sober, I'm having a hard time podcasting. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. But today, we're going to be talking about shit Christians say that they shouldn't. <laughs> SCS. <laughs> Yes. Shit Christians say <laughs> that they shouldn't. That shouldn't. <laughs> we could add another S on that. Yeah. We've talked a little bit, mentioned a few things that we've had to explain because they're Christianese, things that are in like just Christian language. And these <laughs> things are, you know, a lot of those things are just funny or hard to understand if you're not raised in the culture. But these things that we're going to talk about today are very unhelpful and hurtful things. So they're just not benign Christianese. Yes. And how we actually thought of this <laughs> is because we were watching a horrible <laughs> Christian movie last night. For fun. Yeah. Because we thought, it would be, <laughs> we thought it would be entertaining. But in fact, it was mostly horrifying. And oh my gosh. It was... It was, it wow, was guys! Bad. You don't have time. Net, I just, net, it's on Netflix. It's I fell in love with a Christian girl. Good yes. luck. <laughs> I was so happy that Jessica watched it under. Since we all share a Netflix account, I was so happy. I was like about halfway through the movie, I was scared that it was on being watched under my under my profile. <laughs> it's gonna really screw up my algorithm. <laughs> I'm no longer gonna be <laughs> having recommended uh, Friends episodes and true crime instead Mm -mm. it's gonna be really bad christian movies so it stars jaw rule yeah which was toby max in there of Mm -hmm. course stephen baldwin because he's got to be in every every christian movie (laughs) yeah and he's got the one-liners like you've never heard before (laughs) like the beginning of forgetting sarah marshall oh yes oh so there was so much (laughs) of these sayings that Christians say, and it's like so run of the mill. If you're in the Christian environment, you hear these all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it is so normal to hear these things. Mm-hmm. You step away from it for a second, and I'm not sure exactly when I started noticing. Well, I know when I started noticing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just don't know why I started noticing. Mm-hmm. And it it was when we had stopped attending church and we had started going back to one mm-hmm. and it and it was the church that no one said hello. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We went you guys went for a lot longer mm-hmm. than us. And then we went a couple times with you because we weren't going to a church and no one said hello until the last Sunday that we decided this <laughs> is the last Sunday and then a woman said hello to me in the bathroom. But it was that church and they that had that I noticed. Well, I noticed Christianese before this, but I noticed like some of these the most oh. damaging things mm-hmm. that people say that can actually, like, you're like, what the crap? Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? <laughs> I think last night in the movie, was it Everything Happens for a Reason that was thrown out there? Yes. Okay. And I started yelling at the TV. And well, was, I mean, I continued to so, yell at the TV because I had been yelling for quite some time. <laughs> so one of the things that, that people, like... Uh, Christians like to say to other Christians when they're going through a hard time is everything happens for a reason which isn't necessarily untrue in a lot of the ways that we believe Mm -hmm. but it's really unhelpful when your mom just died yeah yeah it's horrible yes let's sit right at the funeral and say everything happens happens for a reason reason. it's so damaging and it's so hurtful Mm -hmm. and it doesn't acknowledge what the person's going through at the time it's basically this 
pushing someone to like move on and right. see the good in something before they're ready to right. see anything. And sometimes, and sometimes even there's if, just no good in something. And, and yeah, and if you if you believe, you may be a person who believes that that's genuinely a belief system of yours that all things work together for good or that every like God has a plan for everything. Yes, but be respectful but that some other people don't believe that. that and be respectful of people's grief. Mm-hmm. Like there is a lot of things that are true that shouldn't be said. I just the, noticed I was time. agreeing with you through my wine glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you, it's an I'm... echoey sound. How's your tea, Jessica? It's delicious and not wine. It smells good. <laughs> but yeah, things that are true don't necessarily need to be said. Like you wouldn't like go up to somebody and say, I hate your dress, even though you might just, it might be true. You don't need to say it. Yeah. Unhelpful. It unhelpful. is unhelpful. Uh, um, so, one of so, the biggest things is everything happens for a reason. reason. And that, yeah, that's it should not be said when somebody's grieving, when they're experiencing a loss, because whatever that reason is, it's not good enough for somebody to lose somebody else. I really just feel mm-hmm. like, unless the person is coming to you and saying, what do you think about things that happen? <laughs> do you like, think there's speci- reasons for them, or do you think I, there's not reasons for them? <laughs> like, they're specifically asking you, or they say it themselves when they finally get to the point when they say I feel some, like, like I really I found feel my like, reason for this. Yes, I really but, found the the silver lining in this. Mm-hmm. And they but and they you tell may it. never they find may it. never yeah, find maybe. it. There are things there are bad things you that have happened to me that mm-hmm. I think um yeah I could have done without that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really feel like I gained anything from it. Right. Another one that this is one of the ones that super twisted scripture. Oh my favorite. I know which one you're gonna say. <laughs> so bad. God never gives us more than we can handle. Yes, that's so. It's classic. based. It's a based loosely off of scripture. In which case, uh, it, it's based loosely off of a verse that says, "You'll never be tempted more than you can bear, and God will always provide an out." That's describing facing temptation, like yes. wanting to do something bad that you shouldn't do. Yeah, and he gives you the power to say say no. no. And there's always an out for you. You should always look for the ethical thing to do in that situation. (laughs) Yes, there's a little plug. A little plug for our our podcast that we're on. (laughs) But you should be always looking for the right right thing, and God will give you an out if you are tempted, and that you you will never face temptation more than you can bear. But this is always said. This is always always said mm -hmm. to people who are going through horrible Mm -hmm. tragedies in their life that they have no control over and if they wanted to get out they would Would, yes and you know what (laughs) sometimes so much shit happens that you can't bear it and you'll just die of a stroke or a heart attack it's true it's true i mean like life sucks so much like you don't there's just (laughs) it really does stuff (laughs) stuff happens that are too much for people to to handle 100 percent. like there is stuff that that happens that is too much to bear People get into soul-sucking depression. They die of shock. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I've seen, you know, in my work, stuff that no one should ever bear happen to children, like, over and over and over again, like, horrible, horrible things. Worst things you can imagine. And, yeah, you know, they're not bearing it. They're, you know, becoming traumatized. (laughs) And it's just like, uh... Well, and I think another another thing that this is kind of my thought on this is that it also comes from a place that God is giving you these bad things. Mm, right. Yeah, that, God is God that is giving God is giving you bad things. Instead of And so it's like like say a child is being abused mm-hmm. 
you say that to the child when they're adult or anything you know when they're an adult they say i've got all these issues well god will never give you more than you can bear and you think that doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. i wasn't heavily abused as a child why would that person get that heavily abused well oh it must mean they're stronger than me Mm -hmm. which is would you start going down these weird rabbit Rabbit, holes and it doesn't make any sense and then you and then it all comes down to the fact that it's saying that god never gives us more than, so God something bad so yeah God did that to somebody yes um, because they can because, because they, he can because they could bear it as a child it's so yeah, yeah. Twisted, it's twisted and, and it gives you a horrible view of God and it does and a horrible because I don't believe that anything bad comes right. from God right yeah God and is so only good and God only is love, only so. good and only love so yeah anything bad comes from our own like you know if somebody was horribly abused it's that person who abused them's fault Yes, it's that's person. Who Responsibility did it. Yeah, on the yeah. person who did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And as far as allowing, we could get off on tangent. <laughs> and I don't think we need to go into predestination and an Arminianism. I really don't want podcast. to. And that kind of goes to the first question too: is is there's different beliefs on that? Those are okay. That's you know in, in yeah. deep theology. What we're saying but is just don't it's say not, it. It's not a helpful thing, even though you might believe it to be true. Not helpful. It's not helpful. <laughs> and the second one. Not true. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. So, yeah, not biblical and not true. The third one, I might have a different point of view than you on. Is the blessed. Yeah. So the blessed is. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag mm. blessed. And you have to do the hashtag with your fingers, guys, because mm-hmm. that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> so the hashtag blessed. No. <laughs> blessed was the first one that I ever noticed. Mm. Blessed was the one where I was like, oh, what the crap this is really bizarre. I mm-hmm. just started really thinking about people using the word blessed mm-hmm. and using it for like a lot of materialism mm-hmm. and and I know that I think sometimes it's like for lack of a better word because we don't want to say lucky because right. oh no that's taboo. Christians can't be lucky. But genuinely most of it is is pure luck. I'm completely lucky. Mm-hmm. I was lucky that I was born to the parents I was born mm-hmm. to in the country that I was born right. in. Yeah. And have the opportunities that yeah. I have. But I think Hashtag blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Smack, smack. You gotta smack your fingers together, too. With the blessed, uh, it was at that it was at that church that we attended mm. with you guys a few times that we were in between. And they have testimonies. So people get up, tell their stories mm. about how their week went, anything that hashtag blessed them that week. <laughs> And uh, one woman gave her testimony, and I couldn't process it. So my entire life of processing these testimonies with all of these blessed people, (laughs) you know, praising God for their blessings, and I was just sitting there in complete, I couldn't process it. So her story was, there was a huge, huge storm up in the mountains between Anchorage and where we live, and... She was driving from Anchorage that day, and she missed the storm. She was, like, driving in front of the storm, and it was very traumatic. Like, people got Mm. stuck in the storm. There was all these crazy things. Well, her blessing was that she had the most beautiful drive. She had the most beautiful blue skies. (laughs) She, She was so blessed by God that she had this most beautiful drive, and she didn't get stuck in the snowstorm. And I was just like... What? <laughs> First of all, there were people stuck in the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Like, probably Christians. Right. <laughs> and it was a snow... I mean, and yes, it was... Uh, I agree with her. It was probably a gorgeous 
beautiful winter's day with the blue sky, mm-hmm. but she was describing her blessings. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but the dude 45 minutes behind you wasn't blessed by God. <laughs> so I was just sitting there in shock. And then I think the next testimony was a woman whose washing machine broke. Mm-hmm. I remember and, that. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone fixed it. And she was so blessed that her washing machine now worked. <laughs> and I was just like, what? There are, like, people in this audience that have no washing <laughs> machine. They're going to the laundromat. And so, I mean, just that, sitting there thinking about being blessed. It really I, think- star- I really started thinking about what the word actually <laughs> meant. You know, you do the Jesus Sermon on the Mountain mm-hmm. where he's blessed are. You know, and he names off, blessed are the meek, blessed... Mm, the poor in spirit. Yes. Blessed the, are those who mourn. Exactly. He's not blessed are someone who got their washing machine mm. fixed. Mm-hmm. Blessed are... Blessed is the woman who had blue skies. <laughs> you know, it just... So anyways, that was my first realization that blessed doesn't necessarily mean what we're using, what we're using it, it for. Mm-hmm. So what is your take on that? I think that it's gotten way out of hand in using it only for, like, material stuff. Mm-hmm. But I do see the benefit in it sometimes because gratitude is really important. Appreciation. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's And that so, too. like, I wish that they would put, like, you know, like, if they did hashtag, like, grateful, I would probably still make fun of them. Anyway, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, gratitude is really important and realizing that basically you're getting something that you didn't work for and understanding yes. that privilege and appreciating that is important and recognizing that you did nothing to be born in this country or, you know, be born into a family that didn't abuse you or, you know, all these yes, things along the way thankful. and being, like, completely grateful for all these good things that just came to you with no work of your own. And that, I think, is important. But also to, to understand that you didn't work for it. There was privilege that you had that, other people didn't have and mm-hmm. that doesn't make you more blessed than better them. than them or like more favored by god than them just because you have material wealth isn't mean that you're more favored by god and that's blessed what i mean are like they, you know <laughs> are you others. more blessed yeah, than yeah, the person right. who doesn't mm-hmm. have right. the washing machine you're really technically not necessarily mm-hmm. because they could be blessed with good health right, yeah. or mm-hmm. something else or great relationships great and, relationships yeah. mm-hmm. or just a good yeah. relationship with god and, and they so, might have crap everything else yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, so I think that it's been way overused, been been very much used for material things, and, well, and, and also pros- it's like the prosperity. Prosperity yeah. gospel, mm-hmm. which, yep. which Jessica and I both are, oh. not, are not on. Boo, hiss. Yes, boo, hiss. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But basically that's saying that God blesses you with material things if you do good things or if you have faith, but that's not biblical at all if you look at the Bible a lot no. of people who did a lot of good things got really short well, ends of the stick. Well, <laughs> if you look at the disciples, yeah. they really did they get died. the short ends of the stick. <laughs> got their heads cut off. All sorts of things. Yes. But, um, so yeah, blessed. No, I it, feel it's like... It's a toss-up. But yeah, I do believe that gratitude is super important, and I don't think that we have enough gratitude in like our culture, being grateful for the little things. I think hashtag mm-hmm. grateful mm-hmm. would work. Yeah, but I get real sick of that at Thanksgiving. Oh, I hate November. <laughs> you guys, stop with this maybe, thankful maybe everyday Maybe don't thing. humble brag on Facebook. Maybe that's what we hate. <laughs> it's a social media thing. I'm like, oh, crap. You ruined November for maybe me. Maybe just quietly be like, oh, I'm really grateful that I have running water today. In your head. 
and not put it on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> that probably would be great and uplifting. Or even just say mm-hmm. it to your family. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it bugs me so much on Facebook. <laughs> I think it's because it's, be- it's like it's day always- 14. <laughs> and it's not usually things like... I just realized I have running water, which I didn't grow up with. Isn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> it's usually things like, I have a smoking hot wife. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag but smoking I actually, hot wife. Hashtag I, youth pastor. What? <laughs> I, I actually do think that blessed can be used, mm-hmm. but I feel like it gets overused right. and it gets used for material things. Mm-hmm. And it also gets it can be damaging to the person who was stuck in the snowstorm right. yes like like what um, if she had been speaking to that congregation and there was somebody behind her who got yeah. in the ditch and, and they're like, like okay so, so i was i wasn't blessed like god was not on my side mm-hmm. he wasn't you know rooting for me that day i had a crap day i had to eat granola bars while i was stuck behind <laughs> the, <laughs> the plow truck you know what i mean like and in the big scheme of things yes everyone got out of the snowstorm mm-hmm. but could you imagine if that was you? You're like, oh, great. Glad for you. <laughs> Happy day. <laughs> I mean, if you're a real good Christian, you can think of blessings abounding. You could be stuck in a snowstorm and you could think of blessings. We have a few. We have a few people in our lives that are very positive and optimistic. Yeah. And you know what? That's amazing. Yeah. I envy that because I am not positive or optimistic. <laughs> I get lost in the city and I'm pissed because I get lost in the city. We have relatives. We have relatives who Mm. get lost, and they're very happy because they get to see more of the city. (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh, what's another one? Okay. It's biblical, or the Bible is clear. Oh, I have a really hard time with that. (laughs) Why? I don't... Okay. Because I really don't think the Bible is very clear at all. What? Because I feel if it was clear... (laughs) There wouldn't be 12,000 denominations. Exactly. (laughs) If it was, like, so clear. And I feel like there's a reason that it's not clear. Mm -hmm. And I, and, like, I appreciate that reason. Mm -hmm. Because I have benefited. I've been blessed by it before. (laughs) No, I've benefited from from it not being clear. Mm -hmm. Because at different points in my life, one verse can Mm -hmm. mean so many different things to me. Like, one time I'll read it, and it means this, and and it means something. And Mm -hmm. then I'm in the throes of something dramatic going on in my life, and I reread it, and it just speaks to me in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that I appreciate it, but oh my goodness, it's so not clear, you guys. And then the other thing... When someone says it's clear on this... It's really, really only clear on a few things, yeah. and it still can be, Neat. it can still be looked at, and you can go back in the translations, and... I like the Jewish idea of struggling with God, or wrestling with God, and like, basically, their their viewpoint is you're always going to wrestle with it, you're always going to struggle with it, you're always going to look at this text and be like, why? And you can actually argue with it, with God, mm-hmm. and like ask questions and ask the hard questions and look at it differently. And And the way Jewish people look at the Old Testament is way different than the way we look at the Old yes. Testament and certain stories. And it's all, we're looking at the same text. Yep. So it can't be that clear if their interpretation is completely <laughs> different than ours. And they've been studying it for a couple thousand more years than we have. Also, it was written in a different culture, in a different place than we're at, in a different time, in a different language. There's always going to be different languages, things. So, yeah, when you just shoot out, the Bible's very clear on this, and don't give any reasons why, or any of your viewpoint on it, or any... Evidence. Evidence, (laughs) or anything other than one, like, three words out of context. Yeah. 
not <laughs> cool. Also, I'll probably disengage with you because if you think the Bible's that clear, <laughs> we probably can't have a conversation. Exactly. No, I totally agree. If you say the Bible is super and clear and black and white, mm-hmm. it's really hard to have a conversation mm-hmm. with that. And because I was always under the impression, like I lived my life, not necessarily that I was raised this way, but I've always lived my spiritual life with the fact that once I am really sure of something, once I settle in, then I feel like I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the being so sure of everything mm-hmm. really limits people's relationship with God. Right. Because we, I mean, and as Christians, we're told from little kids, we don't understand the mind of God. We don't, there's no way we can grasp this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two seconds later, we're told this is how it is. It's right. black and white. We've grasped it. We understand we, it. This we know. is exactly what's yeah. going on. Anyone and who's so, like, I'm completely 100% sure I have all the answers is lying to themselves or you. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and so, I mean, I feel like, and it's okay to not have answers. Yeah. And that's why they say everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And God never gives us more than we than can we can handle. handle. It's because they're scared of mm-hmm. not having the answer. Because they're scared if they don't have the answer, they're not going to convince that person right. that Jesus is the Son of God mm-hmm. and that he came down to earth for us. They're scared that he's they're not going to be able to convince them if they have any questions, mm-hmm. if they can't answer everything. So right. they come up with these damaging things that actually push right. people further, further away. away. So or being like, do I don't more have damage. all the answers, but here's some questions I have. Yeah. And here's and, some experiences I've had. And, and it's okay to live yeah. your entire life with questions yeah. and talking with God and trying to figure things out. Yeah. It's okay. And other people and being like just in constant discussion and wrestling and like not closing your eyes to the hard stuff and not turning a blind eye to all the messiness and and tough questions that life has to offer. So anything else that you can think of that people say that are that's damaging? Oh, there are so many more. Uh, <laughs> I think that we'll have to have this will be like a quarterly episode, I'm sure. <laughs> probably. Yes. But I think for tonight we can wrap it up. So, since we're going to probably be planning another episode of this. Yes, because we don't want to take up your entire day no. talking about this because we do have a few more. <laughs> Why don't you email us things that Christians say that you hate to hear or that you think is unhelpful or harmful and maybe we'll discuss them on the show. Yay! <laughs> so, and you can email us those at ethicalquandries at outlook.com so, We look forward to hearing your suggestions. Yes, yes! Email away. (laughs) (laughs) So have we judged the heck out of that? I'm pretty sure we have. Okay. At least for now, until we get to the next episode. So now we can talk about our ethical product. Our ethical product this week is the cool phone cases. Oh, (laughs) yes. The Pella phone cases. Yeah. So Jessica didn't prepare me. She just did the motion with her hands and said, the Pella phone, the cool cool phone cases. cases. So Pella is a phone case that I actually just ordered, and they're mm-hmm. compostable phone cases. Because if you think about it, you guys, we're filling our oceans <laughs> with plastic mm-hmm. right now. And I'm going to get off on my little tangent. <laughs> Stop using straws. Yep. Stop using disposable cutlery. I'm really trying to do both of these things on my own. You guys, please try. There are so many different options out there right now that there's no reason to not do those two things. Mm-hmm. But then... Move over to electronics and think about how many, Mm. like, phones we go through and cell phones and things like that. And then you add 
not only are you going through cell phones, but you're going through probably twice as many to three or four times as many cases. Mm -hmm. So those are all plastic. So anyways, I needed a new cell phone case, and I'm not going to talk about the company that I'm disappointed in, (laughs) my last cell phone case. I had it for my Samsung, loved it, this company, got it for the iPhone, hate it. Mm. It's awful. I've had my iPhone for less than a year or about a year maybe, and I've gone through two and they broke the same way. Horrible, horrible. So I look up eco-friendly phone cases. I find Pella phone cases. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Seriously compostable, guys. Which I was a little concerned about because I was like, uh, Just a thought that they would compost. What if you get them wet? Not that I've ever gotten my phone wet, but it could happen. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> So, you know, to ease your mind, if they do start composting... In your pocket. In your pocket. (laughs) Which they won't because they have a guarantee, but in case they do. (laughs) They have a year guarantee um, that they will replace your case Mm -hmm. for you completely if it does start composting. So they are super cute. So look them up online. It's pelacase.com, P-E-L-A-C-A-S-E.com. And you guys, they're so cool. I got ones with cute little sayings on the back. So one of them says, be the change. And the other one I got says, lead the way. And it's got cool cool little mountains on it. So I'm going to switch back and forth so one doesn't compost on me. Even though they're not going to, we just make this no, up. I they're just was, not I going was just to. Worried. I just worried. It's just my little paranoia. <laughs> they're not going to. They are super cool. So it's a Canadian company. They ship worldwide. They just started shipping through Amazon. Boo. Boo. I do dislike that. They just sent me that email, and it was like supposed to be such a positive email, <laughs> and I was like, oh well, this sucks. <laughs> So anyways, don't shop on Amazon. They were so excited (laughs) about their shipping through Amazon, and I was just, like, not super excited about that. So you can get engraved ones. You can get Save the Waves. You can get different colors. They are so cool. Really awesome products. You guys just look them up. Pelicase.com. Yay. So thank you for joining us here at Ethical Quandaries, a podcast where we have a lot of questions. But no answers. And we're, and we're judging you anyway. Technical support and photography by Tip Kingsley. Consultation by Mid Toker. Production music by EpidemicSound.com. Editing by me, Jessica Veldstra. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, you can email us at ethicalquandaries at outlook.com. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And support our work on patreon.com.